76ers fans and Philadelphia 76ers fans only. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back to Philly Take with RB. You already know what to do. Go ahead and smash that like button for me. Hit that subscribe if you are new and hit that little notification bell so you're instantly notified anytime I upload or go live. We are back the morning here after the Philadelphia 76ers take down the Indiana Pacers in epic comeback fashion in the fourth quarter, leading to a 119 to 110 win. And yes, your Eastern conference leading i love saying it your eastern conference leading philadelphia 76ers advanced to 15 and 6 on the season playing some of their best ball and yes i know you guys are waiting for it the sixers finally win a game without a special someone i like to call joel mvp there's so much to talk about so much to get into um but first and foremost before we get started i also wanted to mention to you guys um thanks to all your support and everything we are now live on two other platforms as well as you can see apple podcasts as well as spotify look um if you're on the if you're on the go if you're on your way to work if you're going to pick up some food if you're going to meet your girl for crying out loud you can now listen to Philly Take with RB on all of these platforms. I would also like to mention that um, our live streams and our live play-by-plays, which we do do for every Sixers game, will be exclusive to the YouTube world only. Uh, but all of our episodes, recorded uh, podcasts similar to this one, any post-game shows, things like that, will be available on all these platforms. If you guys could take a second after you watch the, these videos um, and watch this video today, Please go ahead, go over there, leave a subscribe, a follow, give me a rating and a review, and I really do appreciate that. We're trying to grow the overall brand of this channel. I will read the best reviews um, on one of my next episodes, so thank you guys so much, and I do appreciate that very much. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. Now, where do we start? So last night, we're doing a live play-by-play, -play and, well, we captured most of the big moments, but if you were there, you know that my internet dropped three times. My internet dropped three times, and all three, we were able to make it back into the stream. Uh, if you're not on the East Coast right now, there is an insane blizzard going on, um, a three-day snowstorm, and we're in day two of it. Thank God we don't play today or tomorrow, because it would be hard trying to keep the internet service up, but... Our internet has been up and down all day. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get this video out on time because it's been up and down. Um, but shout out to everybody that stayed in the live stream, kept rocking with me. I was trying to give the updates as best as possible. It kept trying to drop in some of the best moments from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. Uh, but that couldn't stop us because what a win. So shout out to you guys who stayed through. And uh, if you like to listen to commentary, be sure to come through to the next one. Before we get into this game, one more thing as well. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets lost again, uh, looking at our Brooklyn Nets radar. Um, last night might have been the worst of it all. They lose to the Washington Wizards, 149 to 146, I think, um, to the Washington Wizards. The team that can't buy a win. <laughs> the team that has Bradley Beal going out of his mind. The Brooklyn Nets lost to that team. Look, I try to tell you guys, just give it some time. Just give it some time. All, a lot of these people were loud. They were advocates. After two games, the Nets are going to the NBA championship. They're going to win everything. 
I told you, just give it some time. Just give it to, 149 points to the Washington Wizards. Okay. And guess who had the most shots? That's right. Kyrie Irving. 20 shot attempts. I'll leave it at that. You guys, let me know your thoughts down below. Um, but all right, getting into this game. Um, where do I start? Uh, let's start in the fourth quarter, man. So it seemed like the Sixers all game were down like 11, 12, 14 points. And they at one point, we went down by 20 points. And it seemed like it was getting blown out of proportion late in the third quarter. It didn't seem like there was any coming back from this. And in the fourth quarter, we finally get it down below that 10-point threshold. And we bring it back. And we bring it back. A spark created by who other? Then Matisse Thibel and Furkan Korkmaz. Imagine that. A spark created on the offensive side by Furkan Korkmaz, who had, I think, 11 points in the fourth quarter, 15 overall, or 17. What did he have? 17 overall. And Matisse Thibel, who had four steals and two blocks in this game, being a threat, creating pressure, and uh, unbelievable fourth quarter for the Sixers to come back in this. Look, I know that the Indiana Pacers were missing two players in this. I know they didn't have TJ Warren. Obviously, they didn't have Karis LeVert. Prayers up to him. But guess what? The Pacers were playing hard. They're a well-coached team. And I thought this was a solid win. Um, and actually, first... And foremost, like an overall statement, man, and I tweeted this last night, this Sixers team has caught the magic. They've caught the fire. Realistically, we're 15 and 6 here, but we could possibly be 18 and 3, maybe 17 and 4 if we didn't have to play games with, you know, seven players in the lineup. Like this Sixers team, it, there's always those few teams each year or that one team that seems to exceed expectations and they just rise above the rest and, and they're just playing that brand of basketball that's hard to stop. That's the Sixers this year. They've caught the fire. We all wanted a 20 to 30 game sample to see how this team would play. And I'm sure I'm sure it's safe to say that they've exceeded expectations. This team is special. They have that magic to them. And right now it's just so much fun watching this team play because you know if we go down in a game now we we don't have to automatically give up we don't automatically have to say it's over we can make shots we can find ways to win somebody yesterday on the on the play-by-play -play said that we, we this game is an automatic loss because we're not built to win without Embiid well no team is built to win without their best player but guess what we found a way you good teams find a way to win and I was really happy but going in that fourth quarter and again we get down to six five minutes left Ben Simmons still hasn't seen the floor. Doc Rivers took a risk. He took a risk leaving Matisse Thibel and Furkan Korkmaz in there. But guess what? It worked out. Doc took a risk. That's what good coaches do. They take risks. And it worked out. It created a spark. We switched to a zone defense with about five minutes to go. And, and much credit, as Doc said in his press conference, to the longtime assistant coach, uh, defensive-minded guy of the Pacers, Dan Burke, who came over to our squad, as well as Popeye Jones, another Pacers assistant. Those guys were able to have the influence. And I think it speaks to Doc being able to delegate and, and take input from everybody and we we talked a lot about this staff that doc had assembled but man is it special man is it special we switched to his own defense matisse thibault even said that it was it, it, he imagines it was tough for the pacers having ben simmons and matisse thibault at the top of a 2-3 zone i mean it is hard to stop and the way that these boys played together i mean they played terrible for three quarters, three and a half quarters. The defense was abysmal. We couldn't get anything going. We had 70 points late in the third quarter, but we finally woke up. And when we play that way that we did in the last six minutes of the game, this team can beat anyone, even without our MVP player. 
Even without our MVP player, man, Matisse Thibel, like I said, had four steals and two blocks, eight points off the bench. Furkan had 17 off the bench. Furkan heard us talking about him yesterday saying that we would trade him for J.J. Redick. He said, shut up. He said, shut up. I'm here to say, look, and to be fair, Furkan is an inconsistent player, but man, he had a heck of a game and I got to give him credit. But man, that switch and just the staff that we've built, it speaks a lot to Doc Rivers. The Brett Brown supporters came out of the rabbit hole last night on Twitter. And guess what, man? It's a fact. Brett Brown would have never had this team playing the way Doc is. And that's just a fact, man. Doc Rivers has these boys connecting. Things are just simple. The fundamentals, just the little things you can see are so much better than last year. Um, but yeah, the Sixers played bad. I thought that it was going to be another one of those atmosphere games where we start questioning who has to go and who has to sit because we just did not have the life. But those last six minutes, we woke up and we're a scary team when we play like that. The Sixers, man, like I said, they have this magic to them. They have this life where it's like when they're honed in, when, when they're sharing the ball, when, when whoever's open takes the shot and they can hit it, it's just special, man. It's just special, and our defense, like I said at the beginning of the year, is going to be a big component of how far this team goes, and lately, we haven't looked like a good defensive team, but in that last six minutes of the game, we were locked in, and sometimes it takes a change like that, and I thought it was perfect. The Pacers could not get anything done. They just could not put anything together. I don't think they scored for the last six minutes of the game. That's how good that that shift was, and shout out to Doc Rivers for implementing it. Another point I'd like to make is Joel Embiid and how special he is to this team because obviously we won this game without him, but for a good portion, we didn't look good. And I think it's time for us to realize that Joel Embiid doesn't just score the ball down low. He doesn't just play amazing defense. Like he's an MVP based off of those things. But I think what adds even more to that caliber is that you can see in a game where Seth Curry goes three for nine from the field and Danny Green goes three for eight. And our shooters are off. It didn't even look like we play with as much heart without Joel Embiid. It didn't look like we have spacing or energy or anything. I think Embiid makes up for a lot of those things. I think spacing out the shooters, drawing in the doubles, bringing all the pressure. I think Embiid does everything. The off-ball screens, every little thing adds up. And that's how much impact Embiid has to this team. Can we win without him? I don't know. Dwight Howard at 11 points, 15 rebounds. I thought Dwight played a great game for his for Dwight Howard. He's been playing pretty bad lately. Um, I, th I still think we're going to have to acquire a center at the deadline just to make sure, as well as some other people pieces but uh Dwight Howard played well but this team without Joel Embiid if we can find a way to muster out some games like this because you never know I'm praying that Embiid stays in the entire playoffs and he's here but you just never know and that's just the fact of the matter um but Joel Embiid makes up for so much for this team um and he must have felt good on the sideline knowing that this team was able to pull out a win like that in comeback fashion it's just one of those motivational type of wins you know I think we're like 11 minutes in here and we still haven't talked about the two guys that led us to this win. We talked about the spark. Let's go ahead and talk about him. Ben Simmons. So I got into it with some Sixers fans yesterday because, again, you, you, people think that if you criticize Ben at all, you're a Ben hater. False. We want Ben to be great. I want this man to be his best version. And at the end of the day, we won the game. That is all I care about. Ben Simmons played a great game. Maybe one of his best of the season. 
21 points, 9 for 12 from the field, got to the line six times, only hit three, but eight, but uh, six rebounds, seven assists, four steals, two blocks, filling up the statue, and overall playing aggressive. I think I've pretty much given up on the shot thing for now. I don't think it'll never come, but for now, I just want to see Ben be aggressive because I think the team, the, the way this team is molded, we can win a championship if Ben plays like he did last night. 20 points. I mean, just attacking. And the crazy thing is, this is why I was frustrated a little uh, frustrated a little bit with Ben Simmons throughout this game. Because he is so talented. Look, I had a better chance yesterday of winning the lottery than a Pacers player had of guarding Ben Simmons. Nobody that we really play can put a hold on Ben, especially if Toby and Joe were in the lineup. Like, nobody can stop this guy when he's full force attacking the basket. Sure, he's got to finish better. Sure, he's asked, you know, to be the best basketball player he can to find his teammates. But Ben Simmons is so talented that when he drives, he's way too big and strong and fast to even be stopped in his tracks. And he had a spurt at the end of the second quarter where he had eight points in, I think, a minute and a half. He had a point where he came out in the third quarter aggressive, then he didn't take a shot for seven minutes. And then he came out aggressive in the fourth and making defensive play after defensive play. Listen to me, man. Ben Simmons might even be able to average 25 to 30 points without a jump shot if he just stays aggressive the whole game. Now, again, sometimes he doesn't have to. We win the game. That is all I care about. I am happy. But for a good portion throughout this game, it seemed like we couldn't get anything going offensively since our shooters didn't have um, the effect of space without Joel Embiid. And they, I mean, they were just closed off. They That's why Doc left Maxi and Thibault and Furkan in because they were the ones providing the spark. Those are the guys that brought us back in the game in the fourth. I, I just think that if Ben Simmons is aggressive, especially without Joel Embiid off, right? We're going to talk about Toby in a second, but Toby has learned how to be aggressive with or without Embiid. If Ben can do the same, I mean, I know the talent is there. And if the mindset is right, nobody can stop this guy. But what an impressive game for Ben Simmons across the board offensively. He was one of the constant defensive pieces in this game when it seemed like nobody else learned how to play. I mean, we were watching rebounds go right. Doug McDermott was getting offensive rebounds over us. We were watching rebound after rebound. And we're watching ball handler come around screen after screen. And we're just watching. That's been one constant thing that has been bad this whole year. Our pick and roll defense has to step up I'm tired of seeing it it's going to continue to haunt us we have to make a change we have to make an adjustment um but we did and speaking of adjustments after halftime going into the fourth quarter this year it seems like we always make adjustments and that's a big prop up to Doc Rivers but man Ben Simmons played well I want to see the best out of him if, if we keep winning if we keep end up winning the games then I have no problem man but I think people have to realize that we want Ben to be great. We support him and we want him to be great. And we want this team to be great because the way we're playing right now, it looks like this team can be a deep contender, especially with a wide open East. Tobias Harris. What else is there left to say about Tobias? 27 points in this 10 for 19 from the field, uh, five for five from the line, eight rebounds, a block. 
I don't have anything else to add about Tobias. He has been fully unlocked, like I said. He's he's magnificent. And I'm I, I criticized Tobias in the past. I don't think he deserved all the criticism he got last year because it was hard to fit into that scheme. Um I was never one to go out all the way and say Toby can't play. I said he would play better under Doc Rivers, but I never expected this level of play. He's even maybe an improved version of what he was on LA because of the team around him and Tobias Harris just continues and continues to impress me. And like I said, it's not like he just has learned how to play with Embiid and Simmons on the floor. But when those guys go off, this is why I mentioned early in the season, I wouldn't mind sometimes Toby running with the second unit because he wants it now. He's a leader. He calls for the ball when they come down the floor. And even yesterday, he started off slow. At one point, he was six for 14 in this game. What does he do? He keeps taking the ball, says this is my possession, and keeps driving to the basket. He's fearless. He just keeps attacking. And maybe on this championship team, maybe this is how we have to be built. Maybe Toby is our second scorer. If he can continue to give us 20, 22 a night, 24. Last night, without Embiid, 27, he steps up. I mean, I'm just so dang impressed with Toby. And he he phases out during points in the game too. But man, in the third and fourth quarter, he has been huge this year. And he continues to step up. Made a couple late clutch buckets in that fourth quarter. Um, you know, Furkan hitting a couple clutch shots. Matisse Thibel on the defensive end. And also hitting that and one. Um, and just great defensive stops. And Toby bringing it home for us. Man, he's been he's been very special. He's awesome. I want to see him go to the All-Star game because he absolutely deserves it and sure he's not maybe he's not a max player, but dang, he is playing absolutely out of his mind for his um expectation this year. Tobias Harris is playing way off the charts, man. Other than that, uh, Shake Milton had nine points off the bench. Thibel had eight. I mean, we, we're running this 10-man rotation, and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, Shake Milton, Tyrese Maxey comes in and contributes. Every guy on this bench, I know we are inconsistent, but when we get production out of these guys, we are unstoppable because, like I said earlier, a couple weeks ago as well, we are one of the deepest teams in the East. I still think we're going to need a couple uh, shot creators, maybe a, a center, a couple pieces at the deadline. But this team, with the way everybody is playing, if they play assertive and they play and get to the bucket and we play good defense, maybe even decent defense, and we don't get lackadaisical and we, we don't time our, our own heads out, I think this team can, can win this year, man. Daryl Morey said a championship robust. Who knows, man? I think we're going to do whatever is needed um, to get as far as we can. And this team is playing out of their mind. Um, Mike Scott's still out. Maybe we end up trading for a, a stretch four or something of that nature. I don't know. But if Matisse Thibel can knock down shots and play defense this way, if Tyrese Maxey can be that spark plug and, I mean, that beautiful floater, Shake Milton, just consistent. If we can get this out of Dwight Howard, who knows what this team can do. The one last point I also wanted to make was the turnovers, man. I think we had 12 turnovers yesterday. Ben Simmons is only averaging, I think, one and a half turnovers over his last five to six games. He's improving. Everybody is improving, and we're starting to mesh. And just the product that Doc Rivers has put out here is just special. He's getting the most out of every player, and he has created that chemistry. Like, we are meshing together. And it's a beautiful thing to see, man. It's an absolute beautiful thing to see. 
This game last year would have never been won by Brett Brown. Never, never, never. But this team is learning how to win. They are maturing before our eyes. Sixers lead the East. We probably might only have three to four losses, honestly, if we if we have a full roster. We haven't uh, lost yet with our full roster. And now we've, we've seen that we can win a game without Joel Embiid. So special, man. I'm, I'm just so pleased and happy. And it's just fun to watch these games. This is a new life. I feel like we have that fire right now. And it's like nobody can stop us, man. We beat the best team. We beat all. We've taken care of our business so far. But your Philadelphia 76ers are doing something special here. It's not a fluke anymore. It's not a sample. This team is special, and I can't wait to see what they do for the rest of the season, man. 15 and six. Let me know all your thoughts down below. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I'll catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect.